Welcome to the Automated Decision Making and Society podcast. My name is Brooke Myler and today we are discussing what automated decision making is and how it affects our news and media. Joining me in this episode is Professor Jean Burgess from the ARC Centre of Automated Decision Making and Society. Jean is a professor of digital media in the Digital Media Research Centre here at the Queensland University of Technology. She's also the Associate Director of the ADMS and is here to discuss automated decision-making in news and media. Welcome to the podcast, Jean, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. The use of automated decision-making technologies promises to address challenges in many fields, but also creates the potential for misuse. In news and media, automated and algorithmic decision-making systems are used intensely in search engines, personalized news feeds, content moderation systems, and programmatic advertising. Some researchers have made it their mission to investigate the effect of automated decision-making technologies on news and media in the society. And the ARC Center of Automated Decision-Making and Society does just that. Firstly, Jean, lately we've been hearing the term automated decision-making. Can you explain what that term actually means? We've heard a lot about uh, automation in, in society more generally, you know, uh, the idea of machines making more and more things and then maybe even taking our jobs because of that. But automated decision-making is about when the machines start making decisions, in particular when we use computational processes to, to displace normal uh, human or organisational processes of decision-making. So we rely on commute computers throughout everyday life to process data, to make predictions, to apply rules, uh, choose actions and, and determine outcomes of quite uh, significant processes. So by automated decision-making, uh, we, we mean a range of technologies that are used in social systems to make decisions. And those technologies could be um, deep learning or machine learning or, or blockchain and cryptocurrency uh, th these are technologies which do promise to solve a lot of problems across sectors from healthcare and social services to, to transport and media, but, but they can also have societal problems and challenges associated with them. So how is this term different from artificial intelligence? Yeah, that's a, a great question. Uh, artificial intelligence, I guess we would see as actually a, a more slightly more narrow term. So, so as I mentioned before, um, we're hearing a lot about, about machine learning, about deep learning and about algorithms, which usually uh, those terms usually sort of substitute for each other. And they're part of the mix of automated decision making. But automated decision making is, I guess, a, a broader concept that can include AI. But I guess a lot of the hype is about AI. And that's certainly part of what we're, we're looking at. What is the ARC Centre of Excellence for Automated Decision Making and Society? And what does it do? The ARC Centre of Excellence for Automated Decision Making and Society, or the ADMS Centre for short, has been funded by the Australian Government through the Australian Research Council for seven years to uh, bring together universities, industry, government and community organisations to uh, help investigate and support the development of more responsible, ethical and inclusive automated decision making. Um, it's, a, it's a large centre across a number of universities involving a number of different knowledge domains and disciplines from the humanities, social sciences, technological sciences, and, and across Australia and, uh, and around the world, we have a number of international research partners involved as well. What areas of automated decision making does the centre cover? Yeah, so automated decision making is already 
being used in a lot of different areas in everyday life. In this centre, we've uh, chosen four particular areas where um, where ADM, as we call it, is is really playing a role, where important issues and challenges are emerging. Um, we organise these these under four focus areas. So, news and media, which we're going to be talking about today, uh, transport and mobilities, health and social services. Of these focus areas, how are automated decision-making systems used in news and media? Yeah, so automated decision-making sounds like a a very big thing. And in fact, uh, at the big end of scale, apparently small processes of decision-making can have big effects. So if you think about Centrelink's RoboDebt fiasco, for example, but there's lots of little decision-making processes that take place in the software that uh, that govern and and uh, help curate our news and media environment in everyday life as well, from search engines uh, to the way that uh, digital media platforms suggest or recommend content to us, and also the way they they moderate content and make some content invisible uh, or, or remove it from their systems, and also in uh, various processes of news gathering and and news production. So journalists will encounter um, automated decision-making technologies in their everyday work as well. What are some of the issues that could arise from the use of automated decision-making systems in news and media? In in journalism, um, automated decision-making systems enable uh, new forms of of reporting that are computer-assisted or or data-driven, sometimes talked about as data journalism, and also uh, really sophisticated audience engagement analytics that draw on metrics from social media data, for example. Um, but a, a flip side of the, the same coin, I guess, is that that these technologies also support the automated mining of personal information. They enable um, the algorithmic amplification of misinformation and disinformation, even of hate speech. Um, and this poses substantial risks to, to individuals, to communities, to our democracy. There are also issues around unfair uh, content moderation. So, for example, some platforms might ban nudity, making it impossible for a breastfeeding association to reach their audience, but allow subtle forms of white supremacy and racism. What are researchers at the centre doing to address these issues? So, the centre's looking at how ADM systems help or, or hinder users in finding balanced and diverse news and media content, what extent such systems foster civil discourse or, or spread partisan propaganda. And we have a number of projects that investigate the use of ADM in news and media along those lines. One project's going to look at how automation is used in the newsroom, from generating news to news distribution, how it's affecting journalists and their everyday work practices on the ground. Another project's looking at platforms operationalise ideas about safety in the way they use automated decision-making to help keep their users safe, uh, including in dating apps, for example. We have a couple of other projects using citizen science models and and exciting new methods of uh, gathering data from the public called uh, data donation to investigate the impact of ADM on the news and media experiences of real users. Uh, So, for example, uh, one of these projects is called the Australian Search Experience Project, and it investigates the extent to which recommendations made by major search engines are personalised to address user interests. We work with uh, one of our international partner organisations there. Um, they're called Algorithm Watch. They're based in Germany. 
And uh, working with them will provide the first really independent assessment of how search algorithm flows for Australian users. And, and building on that, we really hope to work directly with policymakers, with educators, with, with news and media organisations themselves to help mitigate any negative effects that might result from that. We also have a, a Facebook ad tracker project, which will examine how advertising on Facebook targets specific user demographics. Building on research that's already been conducted by the US initiative ProPublica, we're examining who sees which ads on Facebook and investigating whether targeting advertising like this is, is used to exploit vulnerable populations or push problematic political messages so, you know, this kind of project will really enable us to shine more light on the largely untransparent uh, and unregulated world of Facebook advertising, which is kind of a black box to, to ordinary users and to citizens. So how can listeners get involved in these projects? As I've said, some of these projects really depend directly on, on data donations from the general public um, in order to develop as detailed and accurate a picture as possible of how ADM systems is a, are affecting uh, ordinary people in their everyday media use. So we'll ask participants to just install a simple browser plugin that will uh, observe their experience with search engines and social media and contribute anonymous data to our research. So this is a really exciting and powerful new way that ordinary citizens can help hold platforms to account. These platforms have often tried to actually avoid such independent critical scrutiny from researchers and policymakers. And so this is an opportunity for citizens to, to play a role in building far greater transparency for what these platforms are doing. Where can listeners find more information on these projects? Yep, they can visit our website, admscentre.org.au, to read about the centre uh, more generally, all the people involved uh, in these projects, as well as plenty of other fantastic projects across the centre. What does the centre plan to ultimately achieve with these projects? The ADMS Centre uh, really is aiming to enhance public understanding, to inform policy and practice and support the practical development of more responsible, ethical and inclusive automated decision making now and in the future. So our, our basic fundamental research is a huge part of that, but so is really directly engaging uh, the public and getting them involved in our work. It sounds like the use of automated decision-making technologies promises to address challenges in many fields, but at the same time has the potential for misuse. Professor Jean Burgess, thank you for helping us better understand what automated decision-making is and how it affects our news and media, and what the ARC Centre for Automated Decision-Making and Society are doing to address potential issues in this field. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a podcast from the ARC Centre of Excellence for Automated Decision-Making and Society. For more information on the centre, go to www.admscentre.org.au.